We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, Go to contentsprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Go right now. We have a little surprise for you. That's and it. And today we have an awesome guest. Awesome topic. Today's hook Whew. is from food stamp to $10 million There's in so revenue. much but in there. Exactly. There's so much. I can't wait to dig yeah, in. Exactly. Can't wait. Guys, Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? We do. We do. Fancy, yes. Yes. And today's Woo-hoo. sponsors All right. is your own. Biz Bros right here. Yes, yes. we are Your the sponsors of our own episode <laughs> with Content Momentum. What is Content Momentum, you might be asking. And if you are list, if you have, if you produce long-form content, just like the one that you're listening to or watching right now, and you want it turned into value-packed, bite-sized assets, and then turn them into little minions that go into social media and get clients for you, then just light into the DMs. We want to help you out. Right. At Beast Bros Co. on Instagram or Facebook. We want to talk to you and help you out. We are ready. If you're listening, guys, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone. Packed mm-hmm. with value. Hashtag Golden Boulders. <laughs> and, and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, because today's guest is epic awesome don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review oh yeah today we have an incredible guest we can already feel her energy through the screen oh yeah not only that but our awesome friend and content is profit hall of famer marley jacks is the one that introduced us we've seen some instagram stories of marley saying that today's guest is one of her favorite people I have no doubt she'll be one of her favorite people as well. That's right. Just listen to this. She was a professional boxer for about eight years, winning two world titles. That's Let's go. Extremely epic. Now, she's on a mission to rock the weight loss industry while changing people's lives. Just, just how badass is so that? So badass. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, she built a business from food stamps to 10 million smackaroonies. So take out your notepads. She is the author of The Code Red Revolution, host of the Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast, and she has been asked to speak on stage in front of 6,000 high-level entrepreneurs. This is going to be extremely Ooh, epic, baby, guys. Like go. we said, take out your notepads, because this is going to be Golden boulders everywhere. Everywhere. Please welcome founder of the Code Red Lifestyle, mm-hmm. another future best friend. I mean, it is what it is. It is what and it is. And most epic hairstyle ever. Christy Code Red! Let's go! You guys make me sound so good! <laughs> Welcome, Chrissy. We're so excited to have you here. So pumped. Guys, what a great (laughs) intro. You guys are so good to me. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. And and thank you for enduring all the technical issues that we got at the beginning going on over here. Today? I was thinking, well, geez, I could have gone pee while they were doing all that. I, you know, I would have gotten a new, a fresh cup of coffee. While there we go. <laughs> it's so good. I know today, like with live change of schedule, we chatted a little bit, bef- you know, behind cameras. And of course it happens. Episode 90. I, th- I think this is a true testament for those like pu- trying to publish out there, you know, like just go do it. Right. Like it, it make it fun, you know, enjoy it. Uh, yes. Fonzie got the, you know, the, the sweaty armpits. I'm Dude, shaking like crazy. I, yeah, so I, was, I get a little nervous, you know, get the sweaty armpits. And it's funny because when Marley came for the first time, we had so many technical issues. It's probably the time that we've had the most technical issues. And of course... One of our best friends comes on, and we get technical I, issues as well. I, so I guess we yeah. gotta keep up the tradition, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Christy, thank Never you. Some, yeah, thank you for joining us. Like, tell us a little bit about who you are. I mean, your your story is incredible, right? Yeah, you've you're out there everywhere. You're helping like millions, like of people, like with your message, right? Thousands with your products, and you're you well, if probably a lot more. But like, how do you get there? Like, how did everything started? Who's Christy? Yeah. 
Well, I, uh, I was raised poor on a ranch in northern Idaho, and my dad was a cop and our local minister. It was a very small town, and we just had no money. And so when I left home at 18 after I graduated and I wanted to go to college, I had nobody to help me. I had absolutely nothing. And so I started waiting tables. I was just waiting tables and bartending as a way to make money, and I was approached by a boxing instructor. And he says, you know, um, how long have you been boxing? I was just taking a boxing class. And I said, 44 minutes. And he <laughs> said, uh, you have a propensity to, for, for fighting. Well, I didn't, I'd never been in a fight. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't care. I was putting myself mm. through nursing school, just scraping to get by. And I said, well, whatever, pal. And he said, you know, you can get paid to fight. Well, then my ears were like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Okay, let's, what do you mean by that? So I started literally as fighting in boxing to pay for my dinner. And wow. little did I know, I didn't care about boxing. I wasn't a boxing fan. I didn't care. I was just trying to just trying to pay my way through nursing school. And little did I know it would explode. I would have my own show on MTV. I would have numerous magazine covers. I would just get, because in boxing, if you're pretty and you can fight, and if you can get butts in the seat, that's the name of the game. It's only 50% about how well you actually fight and it's how well can you can you fill out the arena yeah and so my boxing career exploded problem was i started getting fat halfway through my career which didn't make any sense because i was training three to five hours a day and when i realized well i was getting fat because of the food i was shoving in my pie hole <laughs> then i changed my diet I end up creating the Code Red lifestyle, which levels a playing field for everybody because exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. So that's how I got here. Wow. Ooh. that You know, that is so interesting uh, about, honestly, I've, I, I haven't heard someone say that, that about exercise and weight loss. And I was listening to one of your podcasts. I went all the way back to the archive, right? <laughs> Episode number one. And, and I was listening to it and I was like, Wow, that is so cool. And of course, my marketing mindset was like, what a cool way also to position yourself. And it, it comes from, from inside, like, because it's true, right? Like what you're talking about, of course. So, but by you speaking your truth, you at the same time, you're like carving a space for your own, which is pretty epic. And we're going to dive into, into that in, in just a little bit. But I'm curious to know how did the whole Code Red thing came off? You know, like, why Code Red too? Uh, uh, I don't think I've heard why that name came up. I was sitting in one of my nursing classes and my first fight was coming up and my sister, Carrie, she, we were on, we were talking on the phone and she said, Hey, you know, sis, your first fight's coming up. You got to have a ring name. And I said, a ring name. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't know anything about boxing. And she said, you know, like Christy Black Widow Nickel. <laughs> and I said, Oh, and she goes, you know, like the wrestlers do and stuff. You got to have like Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I said, mm. well, what the heck am I going to call myself? And she goes, let's see. Let's see. How about Christy Code Red Code for the medical field that you're studying and red for your red hair? And it'd be like Christy Code. Well, holy crap. I mean, it got <laughs> voted the best ring name in boxing history. And so wow. I've had it for years and I just kept Incredible. everything and I just kept the Code Red. That's Incredible. awesome. Yeah. We we love those kind of stories, right? Because, you know, sometimes on the show, you know, we, we come up with terms like, you know, the hashtag Golden Boulder or the hashtag Table Face and these things. And, and you know through the messaging we test things out right we send it out there for the audience to be like see if it catches right and then we we see people doing it again and we see people like reaching back out like hey tell me more about that right and and i found incredible like your story on on your name right which is now your brand which now helps so many people right and how it started right and sometimes people kind of like overthink you know that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and they're like man you know i'm just sitting here adding a ton of friction to not only my business but like my publishing and consequently to like everything that comes right after because i cannot just figure out it so i found this incredible because like hey guys just like put it out there right see what happens you know change your perspective it doesn't have to be yeah. perfect like send it out to the audience get feedback and if it works sweet keep I, it and I, you are the testament to that so thank you for sharing that i, I think it's also enduring long enough <laughs> with with a name right like being repetitive and saying it and being consistent with your message i mean you have been nothing but consistent <laughs> with your message around weight loss and look at the results you know they're massive thousands of people's lives have changed um so question and this is very just curiosity this is a question honestly for me since when have you have you had that awesome hair say, say that again you cut out one oh, more time since when have you had that awesome hair 
Oh, when did I get? When did I do the haircut? Yeah. Well, I had the haircut when I had this, the mohawk, when I was fighting, and then I grew it out, and it was down to my butt, and it was <laughs> blonde. And I think that you know. And then I ended up. I think uh, three years ago, I just called up my other sister, who's a cosmetologist, and I said, "Hey, what are you doing right now?" She said, "Nothing." I said, "Come over, let's shave my head." <laughs> and I just went from having my hair down to my waist. Just shaving it like three years ago, and I'm 44 years old. So at some point, this is going to become creepy. It's going to be like <laughs> that creepy old lady, you know. And so that's why I'm hitting hard, and I'm I'm uh, be- being consistent with my message and my brand, Love and I'm it. putting it. I'm 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 not letting off the ga- the gas pedal. I mean, I am reaching millions and making millions as long as I possibly can. So amazing. I, so, yeah, I love how you live and breathe your brand. It, it's incredible. So, Christy, question. So, I mean, you go into this incredible journey of being a boxer, having this show, right? Like just being in in front of an audience, right? What made you be like, okay, you know, going from my own things, like I, I got to find out the solution to the issues that I'm encountering, right? To turning that into a business. Like what was that moment that ignited the movement? The moment that ignited the movement, um, well, yeah, when I when I realized I was fat, it, even though I was super fit, I'm an elite level, world class athlete, one of the top three most dangerous females on the planet. But yet, my stomach hurt, my head hurt. I mean, I I didn't feel good all the time. When I realized that that exercise had nothing to do with weight loss, and it was it was the food, and I created this lifestyle. I think that that you know, do, trying it on myself first, and then trying it on my family members, and then as as I kept trying it, I realized this is really, you know, that I don't know if that was one pivotal moment as far as deciding that this was the right lifestyle. But I know the pivotal moment where I turned it around as far as making money and getting my message out there. Mm -hmm. I do know that exact moment when that happened. Do you want to hear what that moment was? Absolutely. Let's go. Exclusive. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) When I, uh, when I realized that my message needed to be out there, I didn't understand the internet. I didn't understand the marketing of the internet. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for that compliment. I appreciate that. And so I, uh, I was sitting in a little office downtown Boise, just waiting for people just to come in. Cause that's what I thought you did. And mm. so I was only able to reach one person at a time. When, I, when Ta- Natasha came into my life and wanted to lose weight, she's a business coach. She said, you need to be reaching more people. And she shifted my business. I, that's when I went from being on food stamps to 10 million mm. in three and a half years. And cool. so that pivotal moment was listening to someone smarter than me, guys, listening to me right now. Everybody listening Absolutely. to me right now. There are people out there that have nailed it. And you've got to do what they're, what do they say? A smart man learns from his own mistake, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. Well, I got a whole list of mistakes I can tell you don't do. And that's what it was. I, I listen to people who are smarter than me. And that's how I was able to, bam, just explode. Wow. I, yeah. I love that story. I mean, for many, many things, right? Especially the listening to people that have done it because... I think it's an ego thing, right? When we started, and we've told this story before, we spent like three years uh, pretending we had a business, but we were more like freelancers trying to like get by and do any any sort of job that we were encounter. And I think it was an ego thing. Like, hey, I just want to do it all by myself. And now looking back at it is not only was ego, but it's like, I think I was afraid of looking for help because it would put me in a place where... I have to accept that I don't, I don't know it all, right? That I it, it kind of like leads you into that vulnerable spot. So thank you for sharing that. And I, this, I think this is a perfect moment to ask a question that I wanted to ask at the beginning. Let's go. Because <laughs> for me, in, in my eyes, you are an extremely like amazing marketer, right? Like you live your brand, like your message is on point. Um, I was listening to some of your podcasts and some of the episodes, right, with, with other um, other hosts and i was like wow like her positioning everything is just very is extremely well done and and crafted so have you ever been a good marketer per se you know like when you were growing up talking to people did you have that facility or did you learn that you know with this business coach that that kind of like introduced you to this whole new world 
That's such a great question. No, I was an Idaho farm kid. I've never been taught any of this stuff. We were never, my parents have a lack mentality and they mm. don't, we were just supposed to get married and have kids and that's just what you do. So I've never been taught up until four years ago. I was never taught. I didn't understand sales. I didn't like sales. Now I sell every chance I get everywhere I go. So it was completely learned, but my confidence in my message, I know what I do. There is nobody better at getting weight off people than me. And I'll stand up in front of anybody, put myself up against anybody. I know I have such a confidence for the for my niche, for what I do. And I don't get into other crap I don't know how to do. And I don't act like I know how to do it. But this I've got. And so I have such an incredible confidence in my message. And, th and what I learned was no matter what I do, people are going to hate me and people are going to put me down and they're going to, they're going to hate on me. So I, I don't worry. Like the, you know, the, you, you get the, you get the hate, you get the other, you know, if, when my hair was long and blonde, I got hate. I get hate everywhere I go. So you might as well lay your head down at night knowing you're living your true self and your true message. So I, uh, I am very, very rock solid on exactly what I know and what I do and everything else I outsource. Cause I'm not good at other things, but this yeah. one thing, I've got nailed. Wow. I, I think this is such a valuable lesson yeah. for people that are listening right now because I can literally feel your passion just like, you know, like punching me through the screen, which is awesome. And <laughs> I say this because a lot of people get into, you know, building a business sometimes for the need aspect, right? And I know we were in that, in that part. We were like, we just need money, right? We just want to make money. And it's, I think like it's difficult to actually craft your message and come out and and have that confidence that you're talking about that passion to share your message that you want to help people right and i think it's something me personally in the in this last year that we have started to grow and gain momentum i've started to discover like wow you know like i'm seeing the change that creating content and pu putting content out there has done on mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and Through that, I've been finding a meaning and a passion on, wow, I want other people to experience this as well. So for those listening, I think sometimes we need to do a little digging and be like, what, what is that real reason that we're doing what we're doing, right? Am I truly passionate about? Because I think this passion totally correlates to great marketing. So, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Kirsty, go ahead. And you can't be all things to all people. I know mm -hmm. exactly who I target. There are some people that are so turned off by me and they, they, they hate, they hate me and they hate, they hate my hair. They hate the way I walk. They hate the way I talk. They hate everything about me and they're not going to respond well to my message. That's totally okay. Mm -hmm. I tried at one point to change the way I tried to soften my look and I <laughs> blended in my worst fear is blending in. Let me tell you guys, listen to me right now. You don't want to blend in. Don't blend in. How, how are you supposed to, reach uh, your, your the world and the world needs to hear you and they need you to show up why would you blend in mm. so even if you have that small slice of the market that you target and you do okay and you feed your kids and you your your success is is there from that sm small slice of the market there's enough there's enough cheddar for all of us like Absolutely. you do your thing And I'll do my thing, and I am not going to change my message because one stupid idiot off Instagram doesn't like the way I said something. <laughs> Bullcrap. Enough people do like it. Yeah. I'm not slowing down. I'm not changing the thing that I'm doing, and neither should you. Absolutely. I think wow. you read my mind because I was going to ask you that. You know, you mentioned, <clears throat> sorry, you mentioned confidence in my niche, right? That That's it. So I was going to ask you, have you ever been tempted to, you know, try different things? And you just said it like, hey, I try to soften my look and maybe on the branding side. But like, have you been tempted, obviously, like as you were starting to do something different as far as like what you teach, what you preach, what you do? And if you did, what happened? And then what's the what's the advice for people that are in that position today where it's like, oh, oh man, you know, I understand my niche, but like, I'm not getting enough traction there. So should I try something different? Like what's, what's the story there? Yeah, that's a great question. I have had, I've got three business coaches that have been with me for years, mm. uh, the same three coaches. And I, Beautiful. I mean, I pay a lot for these guys and yeah. they have, uh, they've been able to get out ahead of me and keep me on the straight and narrow because mm. I Uh, there are things I know, but man, there are a lot of things I don't know, you know, and so getting weight off people, I got that nailed, but other things. So 
I have, yes, I have some, you know, in fact, I just got back late last night from Nashville uh, doing a VIP day with two of my other coaches. And we were like, how can we repackage this? And we're going to try something new and we're going to kind of repackage and we're going to, we're going to throw a hook in the line and we're going to see if we catch a fish and you got to, so I do believe in, in taking the same message, but maybe a different angle, a different approach. Just Mm. be careful because you can take your focus in a million different directions and then, and now you're not certain serving what you're not even hitting the basics of what you need to be doing. So you can get distracted. And that's what's good about having mentors and people around you to be like, ah, listen, I don't think this is the right direction you should go. But it is it is good to branch out a little bit. I've fallen on my face a couple of times, but I have I am going to throw my line in the water on a couple of different other angles. And we're going to see what we how we do with that. That, That's awesome. I I hear perspective right it's like okay let me let me just throw this out there and and see what happens instead of like let me throw this out there i'm like i hope a lot of people do it and that, that that's a new way right like let me change the perspective and do like let's try things out and i think we were chatting on that yesterday on, on content when we change the perspective on content it has to be perfect before it goes out like that stopped like all the publishing, everything, right? So if we stop publishing, it stops the whole machine of the message going out. So we're like, you know, remove that friction. And I think like on the product side, on the business side, you've done that pretty well. We're just like, hey, you know, we have this thing, but let's see what happens here, right? If it works, let's explore that possibility. If it doesn't, that's fine. Let's get back to it, right? And is is that constant, you know, steering of what are you doing? So this this is so awesome, yeah. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned focus. I think, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I don't think we've said it. We've mentioned this in plenty of episodes. That that has been our, our word for 2020, right? I mean, at the beginning of the year, we went to Funnel Hacking Live, which is an awesome event. It was the first time we, we went there. And we were so excited and we heard Dan Henry talk about focus, right? And we're like, that's yeah. what we have been lacking all these years. <laughs> yeah. We have been all over the, the place. Yeah, it was literally a slap in the face. And we decided we need to focus. And as soon as we started focusing, that's when everything, everything took changed. off. But yeah. I want to add here that it's not just focus on the business, but you only have three business coaches. And you said you only had three business mm-hmm. coaches throughout your, your career, right? And I think that's impressive because nowadays we're like, oh, I want to learn this from this person and this from that other person. And then we're following like 90 different people with 90 different messages. And we're so hard. And even though we think we're focused on our, or, <laughs> on our business, yeah. right? Our attention is split between other 90 people, right? That have different ways of doing things. So I, I find this so awesome that you're sharing this because people are there. They do need to pick someone like, hey, yeah. Pick someone that you relate to, that you want to grow with, right? You want to follow their path as well and stick to them. Like yeah. learn, like you said, uh, I think it was a smart man learn from their mistakes, but a wise man le- learns from other people's mistakes. So let's just learn from the people that yeah. have done it so many times. And I, I'm curious, you know, what led you, right, to pick these people as your mentors, you know, uh, Natasha Hazlett and Rich Hazlett, they, she came to me. She's the original one in, in April of 2016 who came to me for weight loss and said, and then just saw the potential in me and my program. And so not only has she been through the program and she is a code red rebel, um, she's been there from the very, very beginning. And she, she sees what people, uh, what people need, what people want. She's got, she's in the trenches, she's boots on the ground. She's got her finger on the pulse. So, uh, every single idea she's ever had is a million dollar idea. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to let her go. (laughs) And then my other business coach, I wanted another person that could come in a different systems perspective. I was, I mean, we're up to 61 employees and I needed systems. Well, Natasha doesn't do systems. And so I interviewed a couple of different, uh, I interviewed Alex Sharfin. I interviewed a couple of different people and I settled on James Friel because he came at it with a different perspective. And you know, it's funny because I, I was uh, at the grant. I'm a huge Grant Cardone fan and I had a chance to work with Grant Cardone (laughs) And spend a day with him as a VIP and have him help me with my business. And I turned it down because Grant does not understand me and Code Red. Mm. I, and I'm not going to sit there and explain to him years of this. And I'm not going to because we are different. We don't do shakes, pills, diet foods or exercise. I My approach is different. My target niche, I have a very specific target niche. Yeah. And I'm not going to spend half the freaking day for 50 yeah. grand to explain to Grant about Code Red so he can give me some advice. No, no, no. 
I picked my people. I got my people, my my business coaches that all I connected with them. We have a long time history. Uh, and it's just uh, it, I don't know as far as picking a business coach, man, you got to pick people who have proven success because yeah. I see this all the time. People that say, oh, I'm a business coach or I'm a life coach. Where mm. is your proof? I got <laughs> it right here on my computer. You can't see it. it's a big sign that says prove it. Christy, prove what you're saying. Show up. Where's your proof? I got proof for getting weight off people. Where's your proof for growing people like me up into a hundred million? Wow. So incredible. Uh, You are so confident in what you do and your mission and your message and your people and your community. Uh, And I think, you know, for people starting up, they might be a little bit confused, right? When it turns, it, 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 when the time comes to pick that mentor, right? Because they're like, oh man, like they see them way high, right? And then they feel, or because we were there, right? And, and I can speak from, from there because we felt that pain. We're like, oh man, should we change what we do because we need to work with that person, right? And mm-hmm. as we started learning and like diving in and we're like, no, like we have this fire inside of us. For us, is going freaking live. Tell your message, make the freaking mistakes, have fun through the process, right? Publish, publish, publish. Mm-hmm. That has been like our message from day, you know, one since we started the show. And uh, and we're like, okay, we, we don't want to change that, right? The second we like implemented like that consistency and that focus, and we were able to find also the right mentors for us right now, right? And we're in constant looking like, who's that person that can understand? So it's so gratifying to listen to you say that because I think this is gonna help a lot of people that are in similar positions. And we have some questions coming in. So here's like, what what's what's your best advice for growing your tribe? And you know, you have a massive community and I think yes. you, we're gonna dive into the community and building that and how's that meaningful for you and your business? So. What is your best advice on on the community side of things? You know, I'm sitting here debating back and forth because this is exactly what I'm (laughs) going to be talking about in Marley's content live. Yeah. And I mean, I have I have my top three points and I'm I'm thinking, boy, I don't know if I want to spill the the beans on that Um, because I just I'm thinking, oh, this is exactly if you don't have a ticket to that event, you can still get one right now. I'm telling you, I just I might want to steer you towards that uh, that. because I, I have I have built from nothing. I mean, we have thousands of people coming into our challenge every month. And my first challenge was 35 people. But I will tell you, I poured into the people. Now, now, when you're building your tribe, just understand that they will take a piece of your soul. You, <laughs> they, they will. They, it's like, ah, my little piece of my heart is taken every time. So you have to guard yourself and guard your energy, but you also need to connect. And that's why I show up on camera. You guys are following me on Instagram. Also, you'll see me show up on camera with yeah. no makeup right out of bed with um sweaty from an from a workout whatever like upset with my husband like i, I show up real and authentic yeah and that is yeah. the best people can sniff out a phony from a mile away so if you try to be perfect for your tribe they cannot relate to you so don't try to be perfect don't make sure i mean you know how many mistakes i've made and i tell people the mistakes i've made yeah. you know oh man i i like whatever be authentic with your tribe and they will learn to trust you. Therefore, buy things from you. Absolutely. Guys, and if you're watching right now, the event is going on. Please go get your tickets, contentmachinelive.com. Yes. And also get your VIP ticket. You know, <laughs> contentmachinelive.com slash VIP will be there with Brad Give as well tomorrow, Saturday. So today, amazing stuff with Chrissy out there, killing it on stage with Marley. I think uh, who's coming to it? Russell and Steve Larson yes. will be there as well. So what a day. Value packed day. I mean, just. <laughs> today is is worth it so go get your tickets and christy thank you for that tease yeah. because we will be there for sure no bad ready <laughs> to take notes that's for sure absolutely yeah. awesome yeah th- thank and you it, for it's sharing simple that too. it's simple i i don't th- i think that you guys that you're listening right now you way over complicated mm-hmm. you know there's a book called ready fire aim that just pull the trigger done is better than perfect get it out there that funnel is gonna have mistakes in it you know we put a funnel at the funnel is is making money and then i look through it and i see a couple of misspellings or a couple of or a couple of fonts or something and then i contact it and say hey i know this funnel is rocking and rolling but i just caught some mistakes like you know it was already making money so if i would have been so you know keeping it perfect don't worry about it being perfect. You are not perfect. Your client's not perfect. Your tribe is not perfect. Just put it out there. Absolutely. You have something that they need. You that you have a product and service that's going to bring hope to that person. 
Get it out there. It doesn't matter if your font isn't perfect. You, you just hit on two of my favorite topics <laughs> right now, which is perfection, right? Like, I, I used to be that guy that put a camera over here, <laughs> another camera. I was like, oh, yeah, the lighting. Like, I got to, you know, I got to look good on both sides of the camera. And then I have to edit it and put effects on so it looks awesome. And guess what? That content never saw the light because <laughs> I'll be like, ah, it's not good enough. And then I realized that was just my fear speaking for me. I was like, I'm not being a perfectionist. I'm just afraid of putting myself out there. Right. And the other topic that you mentioned was simplicity, which mm. lately, you know, again, going back to or beginnings. I used to have the shiny object syndrome and I was like, oh, the funnels look all these amazing funnels of 185 steps. <laughs> like, how do I create my own 185 step funnel? And the thing is like, no, it's way more simple than that. And the other day, actually, I think it was Monday or last week, we were talking to Mike C-Rock. Yeah. And it was funny because we would ask him questions and he would answer with the same answer, right? He was like... Uh, I we, were think coming, was, we were coming at him with different angles yeah, all he around was, him. Just same answer yeah. all the time. He was like, commitment, 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 commitment. And I was like, wow. I, I came to this conclusion that I was like, it's funny how your answer is always commitment, right? So simple, yet we tend to overcomplicate <laughs> things every single time, right? Yeah. I feel like we have this mindset where it's like, if it's complicated, it's important, right? When right. in reality, I feel like, if it's simple and you can do it consistently, that's when it becomes important. So my question to you is, why do people tend to complicate things? You know, what do you think goes internally in someone that they want to do things complicated instead of just doing the simple steps? I don't, I'm really good when it comes to mindset stuff. I'm not your best. I'm a very black and white, kind of a military Love worker it. being kind of a simple, you know, I'm not good with like, what's the, somebody's self-sabotaging, what's yours? Okay, look, bull crap. <laughs> I just call bull crap. I'm saying, get up, get dressed, you know, put a bra on and, uh, and, and throw something out there. And people, I think they think, well, if, if, it's got to be complicated in order for it to make money and stuff. And it's, but you're not even showing up for the basics. I think I can't even get somebody to nail the basics. They won't even put up any kind of a post and they won't even put up a live. Like you just got to turn your camera around and you got to like say, Hey, uh, I'm a Mary Kay rep. I'm selling this foundation. Look, it's foundation number N three. And you know, uh, I'll ship it to you. Go ahead and DM me for this. Like it doesn't. So I think people, they do. They 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 get caught up in the complication of things, but they yeah. won't even even nail the basics, and so they didn't get overwhelmed because they're like, "Look at this! I can't build this beautiful funnel. I don't know anything about funnels." So they say, "Screw it! I'm not going to do anything." And then they binge yeah. watch Game of Thrones for four days. <laughs> Look, my company makes an average of 15k a day. If wow. I do not show up, then that's every hour. That's money that I'm not making. And so mm -hmm. it, I can't delay. There is no delay for me and there is no delay for you. But you're you're just weaving these bull crap excuses. Day by day goes by. You ain't getting any richer. You are reaching the people that you need to reach because you are getting way too too complicated in the, the process. You're getting too caught up in the process. Instead of just throwing something out there, see if it works. Throw your line in the water. See if you catch a fish. So wow. amazing. I, yes. You say you know you know that mindset is not your thing. I think mindset it is your thing. You're like you know <laughs> Booker cut cut everything out. Just like go ahead you know do it you know walk the talk and you know like I said like for us for the longest time where you know Fonzie was like living the fake entrepreneur life on the laptop right and you know we live in this apartment complex. <laughs> fun, that has fun, that. fun fact, fun fact. I remember the <laughs> first day that I was working from home. This is like what four years four years ago three uh, years ago yeah no more five years like yeah four or five years ago I remember I. I, I had one of those like pop-up tables, those white ones, and we had this yard. So I put the table outside. I love being outside. And I put this chair, I put my laptop in there. Honestly, I had no idea what I was going to do that day. I just put my <laughs> laptop in there. And then I grabbed my phone and I took a picture of it and I put laptop lifestyle. Oh, gosh, and yeah. I put it on my stories, right? And I was like, no, what am I yeah. doing? Like now I look back at it and I'm like, wow, like that was sad, honestly. 
And probably that day I didn't get anything done either, right? Immediately, I probably went into like Instagram, Facebook and started putting all these excuses on why I'm not doing the yeah. things that I need to do, which at the end of the day, it's like you said, it, it's kind of black and white. Like either you do it or you don't. Yeah, I remember we, uh, you know, for us, everything changed when we decided to go live every single day for 45 days straight, right? We had this crazy bad experience where we sat down and we're like, we deal with content, right? We, we did all this content for other people, right? For other clients. And then we're showing like the results. And then people were like, where are your stuff? Where's your stuff? Like, if you don't do it, like, how am I supposed to believe you, right? Like, you just said it, prove it, right? And we're like, man, like, I just wanted the floor to, like, you know, sync with everybody, right? And uh, and we're like, man, we sat down and we're like, okay, you know, this is our capacity. These are all, res all resources today. W what can we do? Like, what's the thing? And we're like, okay, the minimal viable content. That's the thing that we're going to do. We, we just got to strip all the friction and just do it, right? And for us, that meant going live for this less than 10 minutes a day, right? I, I assure everybody right now listening or watching can go through their phones and see like how much time they're spending on social media every single day, right? It's at least an hour, at least for sure. So can you take 10 minutes of that and be like, hey, here's my story. This is what happened today. If you want to find out more, come talk to me, right? And that's exactly what we did. Day 15, guys, it didn't take much. Day 15, we landed a, con a $80,000 contract and we're like, what? Yeah. Just with a Facebook Live, without a website, without a fancy funnel and that's what it takes. So here's the, that's the proof and then we did it again and then day 15 again and then we did it with the show and the reason we do it live is because of that reason to stay consistent every single day and then resources go up and then you can build a team and then you can build systems and it was incredible. So like, like, I, I don't, yeah, I'm very passionate about this. So I was so excited right now. that you said like, <laughs> yes, go ahead, do it. You know, <laughs> I, I just thought of something. Uh, yeah. And you're, you're totally right. I mean, you're pumping me up too. A lot of people, they have a fear of when no one shows up live to watch them. So you, mm. you commit, you know, uh, I'm going to go live every day and then nobody's showing up and your confidence. And I get it guys. I get it. But listen, if you can get past this, you will you will be so much better off. If you pull up, you got your Instagram, you got your your Facebook right here, you got you know, you got your, all your devices set up if you're like me, and then nobody's watching you. And you're trying to have passion, you're trying to talk about like online Bible courses, you're talking about, you know, how to plumb a, a sink, like whatever you do, whatever your business is, and nobody's watching. And people they and their confidence goes down. And mm -hmm. guys, I'm telling you, there, there's an old saying, just because they don't follow you doesn't mean they don't follow you. Just because they're not showing up live yes. at 11.23 a.m. because maybe <laughs> they're they're changing their two-year-old stuff, like that doesn't matter. Like you just need to show up. Don't worry about who's watching live. Don't worry about the numbers. You just show up and you will build a tribe. You will build your income. You will build your revenue, but you have got to be consistent with it. No matter if anybody's watching, you show up. You Absolutely. just said the keyword there and it's consistent, <laughs> right? Like consistency Ooh. has been the game changer for us. And actually the whole thing on 45 Live, it started because we did, you know, we play collegiate soccer. We were always consistent practicing. And then when we stopped, we're, when our career was over, we were <laughs> like, you know, playing here and there, but we weren't being consistent. And we took on Andy Frisella's 75 Hard Challenge and we did the whole thing, 75 days, working two times a day. And at the end of it, we were like, wow, like we were consistent with this thing for 75 days in a row. And they were like, how can we translate this into content? How can we be consistent? Because that's what's going to take us. You know, that is that compound effect. Like you start and maybe you, you don't start seeing results for a while. Mm -hmm. And then it, all of a sudden you start gaining momentum and it goes up, up and up. And we actually have a comment here that makes me smile. It says, I love it. This is literally giving me, wow, you moved it. Oh, this is literally giving <laughs> me the biggest kick up on the butt to just go for it. No yeah. more excuses. Let's hey, go. that's right. No more excuses. I, Good job. I, I want to go and take like a boxing class right now. I'm so pumped <laughs> up, Chrissy. Thank you so much. Chrissy, we were chatting a little bit before, like behind cameras, like on the athlete stuff, right? Like we mentioned it like maybe a for a second. But, you know, we've noticed it, right? With 
the athlete is used to making mistakes, is mm. used to learning from those mistakes. It's like repetition, 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 right? Like uh, for us on the on soccer, right? Like you go out into the field and you fail more times that you succeed, but you still keep playing, right? So do you think like you as a former athlete, right? Or still an athlete, I'm going to consider you as still an athlete. Like, do you think that mentality like helps people in business? And if they haven't lived something like that, why can't they do to kind of start moving forward and getting that momentum? Yeah, being a professional fighter for almost eight years, um, people only saw the fights. You know, I had 15 pro fights, but every other day, I mean, every day, every single day for three to five hours a day, I was training. And so I showed up, you just do the grind every day as an athlete, you do the grind, you do the drills, you do the foot drills, the hand drills and, and that kind of stuff. So you know how to just do the drills because that's what's going to come out in the fight. You know, and and so we as athletes, we just know to go through the motions. So that's ingrained in me to do to stick to my schedule and to stick to my routine because I know it's going to pay off. I know that's what's going to pay off. And so that's what's helped me growing my business is is from being an athlete and doing the grind to doing the grind in my business and and showing up consistently. The the other thing that that boxing taught me is, uh, you know, you fight. I fought at 154 pounds. These girls are strong. I mean, there's 400 pounds of, of pressure in my uppercut alone. And they will kill you in the ring. And so uh, when you have got to face somebody who's salivating, I remember I fought a girl and I looked across the ring. We were waiting for the first bell to ring. And she she was she she wanted to kill me so bad. I could see it in her eyes. And I was like, dear God, I mean, oh, my gosh, you know, like this girl is rich. Well, that kind of fear that fighters uh, have feel and every fighter is afraid. Every fighter is afraid. You, I say to myself nowadays, I say, well, shoot, if I can get through my nose coming off of my face in Beijing, China and had to be surgically put back on, you know, I can get through anything. So mm-hmm. as a fighter, mm-hmm. once you've been hit repeatedly or backed up into a corner, it has just taught me like, oh, really, what can be worse than that, Christy? You know, there's nothing that you can yeah. go through that. So that's that a lot of that's being an athlete has taught me, you know, how to be a better business owner, entrepreneur. Wow. Uh, you, you hit there two points that I really enjoy. First is you said, mm-hmm. I mean, you were a boxer for eight years, yet you had 15 pro fights, right? And I want to compare this to soccer because, I mean, in soccer, at least we, we play once a week, pretty much the season, right? So we have a lot of games throughout the season. Yeah. But I feel like being a fighter right there, like practicing for so long, Waiting for a fight. I mean, if we do the math, that, that'll be if equal. If we divide it equally, that'll be like two fights per year. So imagine you have to be training for six months without having to perform, right? And then having to step into the ring. Like, that takes determination right there. And that is so, so important because you need to do the work even with people when people are not watching you, right? You need to put in the work and you need to be prepared for the, when the opportunity comes. And I think that we took that from our dad. He would always say like, hey, you need to be ready because you never know who's going to be watching a soccer game, you know, when yeah. he's going to be watching a soccer game. Like if the opportunity comes and you are not ready, he's going to leave without you. He's not going to wait for you, right? You need to prepare yourself and be ready for that opportunity. Yeah. And you, well, well, let me jump in because you asked me a question. You said, well, what can people do do to prepare? Because a lot of people look at me and they say, well, Christy, I'm not a pro fighter. I'm a stay at home mother of two or I'm I'm a I'm a 22 year old, you know, stockbroker. I get that. So what can you do? That's going to teach you to show up. What can you do consistently? Just pick one or two things that you know you can do every single day and not skimp on and not flake on. You know, we know as athletes, the three of us sitting right right here, we understand the grind. We understand consistency. We understand routine. We had no choice. We had coaches. You had to show up. And if you guys were like me, you had sponsors. You had to show up. So if that's not if that's you, if you if you don't have that, you're not an athlete, whatever. You can still do something, but pick mm. two things you can be consistent at and show up every day. Don't try to don't try to bit every single thing. That's why New Year's resolutions suck. Yes, I, wrote a book yes. called, I, wrote, I wrote a book called New Year's resolutions suck, and <laughs> because people want to do everything, well, they can't keep up with everything. Yeah. What can you do? Pick them and nail them consistently every day. Yes, love. Oh, that 
Hey, Cam, I, I love that. And nail them. Yes, we're, we're gonna. We should put that on the that, on the that, wall back here. That, that goes right here. And uh, wait, wait, no, no. Because I had two things. I had two things to say. Okay. Um, the second one right. is fear, right? And yes. I know you read my mind, bro. Uh, it's like, it's we're, like brothers. we're brothers. Okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I know your. I think your last episode on your podcast was about this, and you have a special acronym for fear, mm-hmm. and I can sense that it's a, a topic that you really enjoy talking about too. So, can you, would you mind spilling the beans about about fear? Fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Mm. And it's such bullcrap that doesn't ever come, it doesn't ever happen. It doesn't ever, uh, you know, come, come to, to happen. But yet, you work yourself up into this tizzy because you think it just might. Well, all that energy has been wasted to you worrying that it might happen. Something that, that there's a 99.9% chance it won't. And so what are you doing? You need to be putting your 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 all your energy into your online business, all your energy into your life coaching business, all your energy into your skincare line instead of like, oh, what if? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't, what is, I don't what's, uh, Sally doesn't like my hair. I don't, well, no one's gonna show up to my life. Oh, well, maybe if I, what if I don't sell anything? Man, knock that crap off. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Like, my gosh, you got to like walk your dogs and, and keep your kids alive. And and like there's so many other crap that needs you. And you're wasting so much bullcrap energy on crap that will never happen. My gosh, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. So mm-hmm. false evidence appearing real. It's not real. It's appearing real because of the crap you're putting in your mind. So knock it yes. off. Wow, that that that's yeah, that deserves a standing yeah, ovation. That's, that's a gold moment, gold, too, mo- golden boulder golden right boulder, here. Everything. This, this is amazing, right? Because we often say that. I mean, I I feel like mainly the the reason why people don't get in front mm-hmm. of the camera is that fear, right? That false evidence appearing real. And for me personally, uh, I was afraid of my friends, like my best friends, <laughs> like judging me or t- saying something to me, you know. And again, false evidence appearing real. They have done nothing but support. Like, ah, oh, dude, like so maybe they crack a joke here and there, but they're my friends. Of course, they're going to crack jokes, right? And it, I mean, it's mind blowing the effect that being in front of a camera has had on us because it just helps. It just builds up that confidence. And when I find myself in fear, I ask myself, like, what is the worst it can happen if I, if I don't do it, right? And usually, The answer is, oh, I'm just going to be in the exact same place as if I do it and I fail, right? Yeah. Like, so it's totally okay. You can take that chance. And if it doesn't go your way, it's very rarely, like you say, like you're not going to be worse off than where you are right now. If you, I, I think it's worse not taking action because then that takes a mental, that takes mental space. That takes a Big mental time. toll. And then you start beating yourself up and you're like, oh no, I didn't do it. I, I cannot do this. And then the next time you're going to do it, you're going to be carrying all that baggage with you. And it's just, it just builds up on top of it. Yeah. So I think taking action is like the cure for so many things, yeah. honestly. And I think that's a, that's a perfect segue, Christy. Thank you so much. Like that's like, we're literally going to grab that and that's going to be plastered everywhere. You're saying, because <laughs> everybody needs to, to listen to that message. What is an action point? What is something that some someone can do today to get start getting that momentum, right? They're on a rut. They need to, like, get out of that funk. Like, what's something that they can do and get a quick win to get the momentum going? Yeah. Um, a couple of things. I just – two points on this. I'm going to touch on your health. And I'm going to touch on your business. Mm-hmm. Your first thing is – are like you need to take a look you need to take a good hard long look in the mirror and a look at yourself and say am i am do i feel good am i am i uh you know am i ordering pizza delivery four times a week and and i'm waking up with migraine headaches like this is you cannot show up for your for your uh audience and you cannot show up for your message and you can't deliver your message if you are always feeling like crap so why aren't you taking care of you stop using that whole i stay up all night Uh, as a badge of honor, get your sleep and start drinking your water and start freaking taking care of yourself. You know, you're overweight and you're sick and you're on loads of medication. How can you show up as your best self? Yes, yeah. that's, that's crappy. And that's something you can stop right now. Something uh, immediate action that you can take on your business is, is doing a live. These are free platforms. Facebook is free. Instagram is free. YouTube is free, 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 free. And you're pissing it away 
because you are just too afraid. Turn the camera on, turn it around, and say something. It doesn't have to be mind earth shattering, you know, oh, that's going to go in. It doesn't have to be. It's just you showing up and say something. Go live right now. When we get off of here, I want you to go live and say something on your yes. Instagram or your Facebook. And they don't like it. People don't, don't like it. They won't follow you. So who cares? Better. Like you'll get more followers. You'll lose some. You win some. You lose some. But when this is over, when we end this, I want you to turn your phone around and say something to your followers and your fans and your audience. I don't care what it is. Say something. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your background looks like. Say something. Leave them with some nugget, whatever is on your heart. Do it right after this. So amazing. Thank you, wow. guys. Thank listen, you so much. Please. To this person, Chris, is amazing. Like, you know, incredible. Thank you yeah. for sharing your story. Like, I think this is my probably my favorite question uh, of the entire show. It's the last wait, one. Wait, wait, before you say that. Before, um, I, sorry, sorry. Be, before you ask that question, before you ask that question. Handbrake. Um, yeah, handbrake right there. <laughs> Christy, I just love what you said so much because also I feel like going live and just putting your message out there is a filter to make your life better. Because the people that don't want to hear you, they're going to go out the door <laughs> and they're going to leave your life, right? Yes. And they're going to be like, bye, see ya. And Thank you. you're just going to keep the people that love hearing your message and that love hanging out with you, right? That just being in a better environment. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. All right, here we go. You ready? <laughs> now you can. Yeah, I'm ready. It's like, what's your favorite taco flavor? No, I'm kidding. Uh, so here is where, <laughs> where would you be if you did not publish? Where, where would I, where would I be if I did not publish? As in, as in being out there with your message, with the publishing that you do, you are everywhere, right? Obviously, you know there is a, there's a path to that, but where would you think you'd be if you did not publish? Oh my gosh. Oh, like, oh man, I can't imagine my life not doing what I do now, but if I, I would be in a gym, I absolutely love working out. I love, uh, if I, if I didn't do, if I didn't publish, if I, if I didn't run code red and I didn't do content all the time and everything, I would be just, uh, I would be in the gym working out all day long or I'd be on the trail with my dog, Annabelle. <laughs> Wow. To, thank yeah. you. Thank you thank so you much. for sharing that. I mean, you are impacting millions of people like every single day. You know what you built with your team, with your business, with your coaches, with your audience, with your tribe. It, it's truly amazing. Uh, today you gained two more for sure. Oh, you know, yeah. Marley has been saying it every single day. And uh, yeah, now we're, we're true fans. And, you know, we're at some point we'll get involved somehow. We're like, Christy, here yeah, we go. We are core red fans. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you have definitely impacted us today. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I already feel that, like, the I fire. know I had the fire, but you helped it even grow it more. I'm like, oh, I'm, I have so much energy right now. I yeah. literally need to go out <laughs> for a couple runs. Guys, if you're watching right now live, Chris is going to be talking this afternoon at Content Machine live uh, with Marley Jacks, Alex Sharfin, uh, Russell Brunson, Steve Larson. Uh, there's still, still time. Go get your tickets, contentmachinelive.com, and then we'll see you also at the VIP tomorrow, Saturday. So, yep. so freaking excited. Uh, how can we find you, Chrissy? How can people connect with you if they, if they dig you, if they want your message? How, they, how can they reach out to you? The best thing to do is always start with going to 10poundtakedown.com. I can help you. I can help you get some weight off. I can help you start feeling better uh, by going through 10 pound takedown. But on all the social media, on all the platforms, my handle is, is still the same. And it's at Christy Code Red. Um, and you can always find me there. And of course, just look for the hair. Just look for the hair. <laughs> easy peasy. So easy to find you, Christy. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, I think that's you, it. You, you stand out not only yeah. with your hair, but with your Awesome personality. I know. We, we we feel like you're like right here, even <laughs> yeah. though you're like on the other side of the country. We're like, that's it. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna <laughs> throw this out there. We're gonna have to do a live show at some point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Bring up the energy. Bring the DJ. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Right. Yes. Christian, we need the Hispanic goodbye. But with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, it was my blowing don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review thank you bye